Growth Igniters Radio, Episode 11, How New Trends in Executive Learning Can Increase Your Success. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of growth. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And right across from me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Hi, Pam. It's terrific to be here. And if this is your first time listening to Growth Igniters Radio, we want to let you know that the purpose of this series is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for leaders to take themselves and their companies to the next level of success. So Pam, what are we learning about today? Well, as we discussed in episode one, over the years, we've seen that the most successful CEOs and executives never stop learning, right? That's true. And that's why we developed Growth Igniters Radio. And of course, books have long played a critical role in executive learning. Yet the world of publishing is really transforming. And we need to know what this means for us and how we can increase our success by taking advantage of new options that are opening up. Okay. And that's why it's great to have Bart Jackson as our guest today. Bart is CEO of Prometheus Publishing and Bart's book's Ultimate Business Guides. Say that fast. Uh, A prolific author himself, he's written thousands, literally thousands of magazine articles that have appeared in the New York Times, Huffington Post, Cairo Today Magazine, and others. He's also written dozens of books on a variety of topics, including The Art of the CEO and 101 Best Business Quips. He's also the jovial host of The Art of the CEO radio show, which shares the latest ventures of the most influential and adventurous players in the business community. Bart, welcome to Growth Igniters Radio. Pam, Scott, I can't tell you how nice it is to be here. I I would like everyone to know that uh, so many people claim that they help business grow and what they really do is spread fertilizer. But uh, your firm really does take people forward and get them off plateaus. So I'm very happy to be here. Well, we're very happy to have you here. So let's get started. Tell us, how did you get into publishing? Was this a lifelong dream or was it a whim? How did you how did you start this? Well, I started off being a writer, and that's really what I am primarily as a wordsmith. I love it. I have great fun. And I did a lot of outdoor writing, and then I always had people dragging me into business, and I discovered that the only people who are as exciting as a global entrepreneur or a mountain climber, a global uh, explorer, are entrepreneurs. They both have that doer and that dreamer in them, and they're just wonderful people to know and interview. And this led me over the years to uh, start publishing a lot of the the things I found. And uh, then we founded Prometheus Publishing that was strictly business books. Well, or at least the Bart's books section of it. Um, oh, about six years ago, I guess now. Mm. Okay. So six years ago, it was a very different environment. What is the role of business book and journal publishers today in executive learning, that is? Well, 
you know, you know what I'd like you to do? I, I'd like you to, when the next time you look at a book, I'd like you to think of T-Rex, the, the great dinosaur. <laughs> he was once the king of all the landscape and had it all to himself. But then ice and mammals and man and 391,000 books published just last year all wow. came. And so T-Rex had a choice. And what he did was he evolved. And the next time you see that hawk floating cheerfully across the skies, think of T-Rex and think of the business books. We have evolved into different media and different styles. And there's, there's many things that they've moved into. So one of the things, Bart, that we've seen uh, when we talk to people, we go into somebody's office and we, mm-hmm. we see a bookcase and it'll have business books on it. And sometimes people say, you know, I've got these books, but I don't have time to read them. You know, I looked at the first two pages and, you know, or, or I've got a stack of my, literally once someone said, I have a stack of books on my bedside table about a foot high. That's true. All the time. Right. And, right. and yeah, blow the dust off of it. You know, there's publishing and as you said, new media. Mm-hmm. How can we avoid just putting out words that nobody reads? How can executives get this education when they're so time stressed? Well, Part of it is, uh, I would would say that we. I met in last book expo. We uh, we ran a big television show with heads of AMA, McGraw Hill, Wiley, the top business publishers. And what we really all said was that you've got to uh, look at your your client, look at your audience, and the people who are going to buy business books are part of what I called the energized elite. These are the people who are willing to invest in whatever it takes to grow their business. Mm -hmm. They will invest in a book. And I will say that that everyone says, well, I, I can't afford it, but They'll drive two hours to a networking meeting. Now, Pam, you and I have mm-hmm. gone to Association for Corporate Growth places. You right. and we sit in this room full of expertise or stand and, and mingle and drink uh, amazing stuff. That's and right. The, yes, I, me more than most. Nonetheless, uh, you couldn't afford to buy all that expertise on a consulting basis and you wouldn't have time to do it Mm -hmm. so what we at Prometheus Publishing said all right we are going to get a lot of people together and we came up with a motto concise counsel from business masters we give our books authorities and we get we interview people and distill the essence and put it down and that's basically one way we have been able to to capture the market is by having people read what's What's on uh, the the tales of proven people and a lot of other people in a single book? Mm-hmm. So basically, you're enrolling people in a concise way to get a lot of different views. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the truth is, the really good business journals or or books they give you tools because that's what the people want. The bad ones, uh, which is I'm afraid of the majority, are the ones that give you. Stories of the rich, stories of the quickly enviable successful that spread mm-hmm. the myth, everyone's getting rich and you aren't, and what the heck is the matter with you? And they don't, they don't tell you how. People don't want those stories. They want to know how. They want the oh, tools that's put in true. their hands. 
Well, that's right. And so uh, on that, we agree. It always comes down to people who say, oh, I don't have the time. So we try to make it easier and easier. You know, you have these things that are on the go. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, the whole issue of the art of the CEO and now you have it on radio. I mean, we're all trying to reach each other in new ways. And we'll talk more (laughs) about that in the next segment. But It's this getting people to understand that books can be an incredible investment and not a cost. Yes, this is absolutely true. And the trouble is, and I will say this, that you pick up the average business book and they they love lists, you know, the six steps toward this, the seven steps toward that. And the truth is, most of these books have the charm of the care and maintenance of the Browning automatic rifle. <laughs> if you're going to write, if you're going to write, I love a book, that one. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I have. That's one of the ones on on my desk. Uh, and um, anyway, Ooh. the uh, the whole goal here is that you want a, a book has to be entertaining. You've got to have fun. That was one of the reasons we put out the business quips. You know, if you open up a book with a little wisdom wrapped in laughter and you say, you know, when our board of directors calls the roll, half these people don't know whether an answer with present or not guilty or mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> uh-huh. And, um, yeah, it's, um, I, mean, I understand Scott, for instance, Scott told his wife, uh, Pam, that he needed a vehicle that had the that represented the forward drive and prestige of his career. So I understand, it. Pam, you, you got him for Christmas a treadmill, right? Is that? I believe uh, that's what I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I just I, that's sort of one of our quips. Along. Well, okay. They have to be entertaining, but the other thing is they have to. Uh, we took a page out of the most influential person on the planet, whose death and resurrection we're coming into celebrating now. He said uh, long ago, unless I speak to ye in parables, he will not understand. And so this is, we have tried with the authorities, now we're trying with another line of books that we're coming out called The Best in the Business. We take the people who have proven themselves to be top in the business, and we're putting out a series called The Innovators, The Dealmakers, The Sellers, and so forth. And we are trying to, to, again, give people the stories and let them infer the tools for themselves. We'll pick this up again. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Bart Jackson about emerging trends in executive learning and what they mean to you. Stay with us. You are listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, on the web at businessadvance.com. If you subscribe to the Growth Igniters community by clicking the Join Our Community button at growthignitersradio.com, we'll be able to send you weekly updates to help you get more value from each episode. They'll give you easy access to each new episode's play button, show notes, guest bio, and links to resources mentioned in this episode. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. We're talking with Bart Jackson, CEO of Prometheus Publishing, about how to increase your success as an executive through continuous learning, which definitely includes books. Bart, tell us how people can find you. 
Well, the best way to find our book site is, or to find our books, is to visit www.bartsbooks.com. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. And you can get a whole wealth of business tools there. And if you'd like to listen to the radio show, if you don't mind my sticking in the plug, it's blogtalkradio.com slash theartofthecEO. Well, thank you, Bart. I appreciate that. And in fact, Bart's program does offer a wealth of knowledge. And we are big believers in wealth uh, through knowledge, so uh, let's, wealth let's, through knowledge. I like that. Yes, I, I like that. That's very good. See, there, there's a new uh, tech phrase. Yeah. So, wealth through knowledge. There's a book title right there. I can see. Pam is we'll going to put this out. We'll have to talk about this. Sell a million. It'll be that's great. right. That's right. So let's go back to the conversation. Uh, I want to ask you about how the needs of executives are continuing to transform the learning climate. Because the one thing we know is that technology is changing all the time. And that changes the needs of we who are the consumers of learning. How do you see this? Well, we have been brought up under a myth. I think publishers and business people themselves have what I call the Sesame Street executive myth. And that's that everything you feed them has got to be short. It's got to be tight. It's got to be time pressed because they're so busy and they're so frenzy. And that, quite frankly, is a load of, well, it it just isn't so. Uh, so that's a little business, contrarian. You're talking, these business people, the business leaders have read the Harry Potter books. Uh, they, have all 850 pages of each of them. My point is, people will go to read what they think is useful. Also, the attention spans of the executive are much, much greater than they're given credit for but the truth is you have to feed them what they want now you talked about technology and books are now available uh, on the ebook format with uh, the ability to read them I, I personally between me I cannot read a book off a handheld but that puts me in the minority plus there, there are iPads there's not iStream mm-hmm. audiobooks are a thing that have been around and are now improving. And we have done a little in this market, but uh, the idea of learn while you drive is something that really makes a difference. And then there is the third tool, and that is the book as an entree into speaking. So many of the books written today take someone like, like you two. You have a whole host of excellent ideas. If you distill them in the book, you have the ultimate marketing tool and takeaway. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. I mean, that's why I wrote Preventing Strategic Gridlock. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the idea of trying to get to people uh, in yeah. different ways, you know, you package your knowledge, there's what you know, and there's how you right. disseminate this. And so that was behind it. What's fascinating to me, though, is even beyond that, you have all these different formats. You have the Kindle, you have uh, all of these different things. How is Prometheus and Bart's books then getting involved in some of these newer ways of disseminating the information? Well, you know, to show you how quickly these things have changed, two years ago, Random House united with Penguin, and one of the reasons they gave was to, quote, fight the competition from ebooks. And I've always felt this is a little bit like two orders of monks getting together to fight <laughs> the uh, invention of the printing press. Now, the truth is, get your own printing press. People 
are going to read, some are oral learners, some are uh, want to read only on Kindle. So you as a publisher, we you as a publisher, and we have, you have to get into the various media, and it's a very low expense. Once uh, once to go, once you've got your basic paper book, you can have it translated, you can have it uh, reformatted into ebook at a price, and it's from the publisher's point of view. And I include self-publishers. It's a point of energy, not not so much cost. So you're talking about diversification. We know that diversification is important for investments. Diversification is also important for getting ideas out in ways that different people who have different styles can absorb them the way they want. I think you're you're absolutely right. And but one and one truth hangs on in all of that. And you ask anyone in publishing, and they'll tell you that the author sells the book. And True. that means, A, a his name uh, or her name will sell a book, but also it is the effort of the author to get out there and talk to people. Because the real truth is that when Pam hands me a book, that's interesting, but when Pam stands in front of me, gives me mm-hmm. her ideas, and I hear her voice flowing into me, I want more because she's going to talk to me at a, at a as a keynote for 15 minutes, as a, as a seminar for 40, and she's got a lot more, and I'm inspired, and I want to take it. I think there is an is the old ancient link of walking by the stoa and talking to your students mm-hmm. and having people listen to you. And if you aren't willing to do that, I would really wouldn't expect your book to go very far. Mm. That's that. That's true. Well, that's certainly why we have all the uh, authors that we have that we interview on each of our programs because people who tend to write books also have interesting things to say. And that's maybe why it's, they write the books. Well, that's why they write the books. <laughs> so, including you, of course, with the art of the CEO, and. So we're fascinated by people who do this. And we also had uh, a program where we were talking about how more and more executive CEOs need to be out there promoting their own personal brand through thought leadership. So this goes neatly in hand with that. The book is a way to do it, and the visual thing, I'll never, Joe Rigby, who's head of Pepco Holdings, uh, one of the largest utilities conglomerates in the country, he had a vision, and he had to take it to 20,000 employees, and he set up a whirlwind tour, and think of the, the, the vision as a book, think of it as a piece of information that you want to get across to somebody. He went, and he made groups of no more than 10 people, and he just would talk to them, he'd have a whiteboard, he would give his ideas, he'd take theirs back in was it exhausting yes did it work and did everyone follow it heavens yes they're all behind it and pepco is sword so what can i tell you hmm. well, it's, a, it's, it's what you have it's to do it's true that's true so what it really sounds like we're saying is that as technology is coming up uh and also as executives are needing to get their own brand out there their personal brand that there have never been more ways and it sounds like you at prometheus and bart's books are providing them with some of those ways to get out there yes we hope so that's part of our best in the business we have Uh, recently come across a whole series of people as one does in the field and we're finding that we need people to tell their stories and our process has been to interview a book out of them in effect 
but there are many ways. Some of the people can can write their own. But if if you do, if you are a CEO and you do have that message and you want to get it out, I would recommend uh, working with a, a writer, an editor, or a publishing company first to, to get some help on it. But please so do true. get your message out there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Bart Jackson, CEO of Prometheus Publishing, about specific ways that you can take advantage of trends in executive learning. Stay with us. You are listening to Growth Igniter's radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, where we're obsessed with enabling successful companies to accelerate to their next level of innovation and growth. If you like what you're hearing, spread the good word. Go to growthignitersradio.com and use the share links for LinkedIn and Twitter at the top right of the page to tell your social media communities all about us. Use hashtag growthigniters. And do us a favor, rate and review this show on iTunes so we can extend our reach to all the people who can benefit from these shows. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, we've been talking with Bart Jackson, CEO of Prometheus Publishing, about his own journey as a publisher and emerging trends in executive learning. Bart, tell us again how people can find you. They can find our books and all about us at our website, bartsbooks.com. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. And they can also find the radio show, the blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. We'll make sure people get over there. Now, let's take a look at a few specific things that we can do to take advantage of new trends in executive learning. We were talking about what some of those were in the last segment, but let's drill down a little bit. Okay, I think probably a number one is... Uh, the one that everyone is all all enamored of and have absolutely no idea how to use is social media it's sort of like the best looking girl at the dance it's out she's out there and you have no idea how to approach her but you know you really wanna so uh i'm going to tell you how one absolutely fabulous person does it sharon mann uh she is one of the most powerful deal makers in all manhattan and she uses social media uh, using one one factor that we have all learned, she gives value. Now that's become lip mm -hmm. service. It's become old hat. But let me tell you how she does it, and then we'll get back to this this idea of, of where to put value. First, so she goes on social media. She finds a firm, a company that she wants to perhaps work with. Second, she then looks at them. She studies the company, takes the discipline, my friends and find some person, some link, some idea, some thing that they could be doing to enhance their product. Mm -hmm. And then she goes on social media. She'll go through LinkedIn and she'll start talking, connecting with various people in that company to work her way up. Is It's a excellent, that little three-step program is, 
has worked beautifully for her, and I think it's a beautiful way to do it. There is one of the things we learned very early on when people first started making websites. The average person today is assaulted by approximately 3,000 persuasive messages asking them to buy, to vote, to believe in, and so mm -hmm. forth. 3,000. So we all discovered real early when doing websites, you have to give to get. You've got to give the person that you are approaching something of value. We right. saw this on website, and so we now are seeing that you've got to do this on social media. Because frankly, social media ain't social, it's media. It's, you te it's me telling you why you want to know me. So. so how does the uh, person in your example give that uh, value? She's connecting to people. What, how does she provide value to them? She has this nugget of an idea. Uh, let's, let's say that I think something that would do a marvelous idea for your firm as you're, you, you're dealing with middle market people. I feel that the middle market is a group that has been lost. They are, they're underrepresented politically. So I have a way that, that they might be, uh, I think of a few ways that they might legislatively be better upheld. So I connect you with a few people who have the ears of turning those around or with the small business advocates, which are in every region. So, mm -hmm. and then I would phone uh, you or I'd phone one of your, I'd find one of your assistants. Um, I'm a big telephone person, but, but you uh -huh. can do a lot of people deal on the internet. That's a sweet thing. I can find what medium Pam likes to deal in and I can go right to that. And that's very important because some people only only do email. Some people only do phone. You know, or 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 uh, some people only tweet. It's it's crazy. But you deal with a person on the level they want to be dealt with. So to paraphrase Marshall McEwen very severely, the medium is not the message, the message is the medium. Yes. Yes, okay. that's it. The message deserves the right medium. Right. And uh, like, as they always say, for instance, television, they call television a medium because it is neither rare nor well done. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, I don't, I don't All right. But I'm But learning, so what, what I'm hearing is that when we talk about executive learning, we really have to mm -hmm. think expansively. We have to think oh, not just about books, not just about uh, radio, not just about... Uh, the internet, but about all of these different ways, social media is really going to be, be playing more and more of a role, is what I hear you saying. Oh, yeah. The Dalai Lama said, uh, I, I interviewed him ages ago, and he said, if you lost a dollar in your house, would you only search in the bedroom because you thought that's where it was, or would you use every room in your house? And uh, I thought, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, he was talking about many lives but i mm -hmm. think this is that as i said you can deal in in social media that works you can treat and we tweet and retweet that to to for instance talk about your show mm -hmm. but <clears throat> you can also get on the phone i had i had a friend uh one of my early editors her ballinger he would call up at the at quarter of five every day he would call up two or three people and pass on bits of information to them it was a discipline it was a habit another fellow ken parker who's head of atlantic city electric uh started his job cutting lawns and every time he was given a new 
uh, position, he would go to everybody in th that that job affected, and he would ask them how he could serve them better from that position, and he'd let them see him taking notes. Hmm. There are there are old uh, you take those old disciplines and you move them into the new technologies, which you can use you can use this through the million mm -hmm. methods of chat, which allow you to take those old disciplines and expand them and. And you do. I, I'm talking on forever here. But that's, well, not I, really. I, I, I think what it. you're saying, what you are saying that I hear that is so important is that when we put ourselves in a position of learning, in a mindset mm -hmm. of learning, we can learn from each other in so many ways. And that's the key to really increasing our wealth through learning. Oh, Bart, this has been just fabulous. And believe it or not, our time is up. So oh, uh, thank you so up. much for being our guest today. Any last thoughts? Well, the other day I was in the New York City bus station and I saw a man who was wheeling a cart and I went up and asked him all about the trash, how to empty it. And I learned how he empties 425 trash cans in one day. Do it. Go out there. Make yourself learn. Find new things. That's perfect. Thank you so much. That'll do it for today's uh, episode. If you have questions related to this episode or any other, go to open a conversation with us at the bottom of the episode page. And to find out who our guest will be next Wednesday, go to growthignitersradio.com and look in the sidebar for a schedule of upcoming episodes in the next few weeks. Thanks for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To check out resources related to today's conversation, share on social media, and subscribe to the podcast series on iTunes or Stitcher, go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 11. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to consider. What do you need to learn about to reach unprecedented levels of success in your business and life? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.